the national champion is clad in Get big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20-10. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the board. It is Thursday, October 12th, and we are getting ready for the second weekend of high school. Well, not high school around here because they're all on break. Um, it's not the second weekend. <laughs> right. They're all on break this weekend. Yeah. So there will be no game of the week tomorrow night. Um, we will have... Uh, the middle school action in, around Murray County yeah, is through. Yeah, they've uh, had their championship. The Whitthorn Middle School Tigers. Congratulations the, to them and to Coach Dickinson. That's right. Uh, took on the trophy. So, uh, locally, we're going to take the weekend off of uh, football. But the Georgia Bulldogs and all their rowdy friends are coming to Nashville to uh, Dudley Field to play the Commodores. And uh, the Commodores are going to have to anchor down as they are 31-point underdogs. Anchor down, hunker down, and uh, pull out the flak jackets because they're going to need everything they can to slow this juggernaut down. I don't think they can. Absolutely. So um, they are 31-point underdogs uh, at home against Georgia. And Georgia, like I said, and all their rowdy friends will be tearing up lower broad. So – God bless all the workers and waiters and bartenders and security that's working lower broad this weekend as the Georgia fans uh, come to town. Now, uh, you know, I'll tell you what's going on right now, Mike, that I've been watching some, uh, is the Major League Baseball, as they, we get closer to the World Series or what is known as the Fall Classic, is in full, pardon the pun, but in full swing right now. And uh, last night, um, there were some fireworks on the field as uh, as the Dodgers, you know, all I can tell you is the Dodgers just choked again. I, I, I mean, I... Well, it's another victim of that... Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say it needs to be looked at. Uh, you and I talked about this earlier before we got on the air here. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a better answer for it yet. But the situation needs to be looked at. This time off that the number one seeds get while the uh, the uh, wild card series is being played out, it it, it does something the momentum of the of the number one seeds. We, we got four number one seeds and three of them are out. Correct. Yes. And number four is on the brink. Yes, the Braves are. And it's Braves happened more than. Tonight. And it's happened in recent. I mean, it's happened before this as well. It so certainly has. There's there's some there's some pattern there that I, I think needs to be looked at as far as the way they structure their playoffs. 
Uh, though right now, honestly, I can't say I've got a better answer. Right. Well, uh, I mean, you know, the, the owners of Major League Baseball owners, obviously, uh, they voted, I don't know how many long years ago it was, the first wild card team was yeah. allowed in, and it wasn't just division winners that that were involved yeah. in the World Series playoffs of that point. So they allowed, I think, one wild card well, when out, they went to of, three each league, yeah. When they went with three divisions, they had to have some way of getting that fourth team. Okay, so and now, that was where the wild card idea came up. So now they, now they, they, I, I assume this has been kind of popular. They kind of started out with the one, and then they've had it for quite a few yeah. years. Now this is the second year that they've allowed uh, four more wild card teams yeah. to come in. So now each league, American League, National League has the three division winners and then the three wild card teams. So if you're going to – Isn't it two wild card teams? No, it's three. It is three wild card teams. There are, okay, there's, it, so there's something there's something wrong with the math well, there. It, I understand how they do that, but it is three wild card teams. And uh, because I'll tell you uh, – I'm a funny one to talk about the math, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, and, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why, and, and I'm just going to look it up real quick. Uh, because Baltimore, Minnesota, Houston won the divisions, and then – uh, the Rangers and Tampa Bay, and who was the third team? Seattle? I believe it was Seattle that got in. But anyway, so there, there's three and three out of each league. There's three wild cards and three division winners. So, however however they decide they're going to – Something's – I mean, they're, because they're gonna, a, 16, a 16 playoff in each side is – well, what you have, somebody's, what you have is there's something. I'd have to look at the brackets again to see how that falls like together. But well, anyway, it doesn't make a lot of difference at this point who played what because Atlanta had 104 wins during the regular season. They're on the brink of being put out tonight in Philadelphia at Citizens Park, uh, Citizen Bank, Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. And the L.A. Dodgers were put out last night, four to two. Like I said, they were swept. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going well, on. Well, the, the the difference is momentum is a very fickle thing, right? <laughs> and, and in Major League Baseball, the difference between your top seed and your bottom seed in the playoffs is not that big. And any you know they they've talked about in the NFL any given Sunday uh, teams can beat each other. Well, in baseball it's even more so. Right. On and and when you have a only a you have a five game series, you've been off a week in baseball. It's like being off two to week two to three weeks in football. Sure. And sure. so getting your batting eye back, getting your pitching edge back, is hard to do after sitting for a week or, you know, not playing for a week. You know, well, again, they didn't sit. I'm sure they practiced and they tried to simulate games and all that stuff. But it's, there's, there's a difference between practice and a game, and everybody knows that. Um, well, there's somewhere in that edge, there's somewhere in that momentum swing well, that tell you Major what, League Baseball needs to take a look at and, and retool. Though, again, I wish I had a better answer, but I don't. I, I, I've looked at it. I've, I've, I've run into the same problem with my teams over a, a spring break. When I was coaching baseball, 
coming back off of spring break, it usually took us a game or two to get back. Well, in a three in a best of three series, a game or two could cost you. Well, they lost four to two last night to um, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Arizona Diamondbacks look like they're kind of a just a team of destiny. They as they eliminate the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Dodgers won a, a, a one hundred games during the regular yeah. season, and it's the second straight day that a 100-win team has been swept um, uh, in this postseason. Now, uh, Arizona will move on to the NL or National League Division. Uh, uh, I'll check that. Championship Series, not the Division Series, but National League Championship Series against either Philadelphia or the Atlanta Braves, like I said, who play tonight in Philadelphia. Um, Philadelphia can punch their ticket. Uh, as they beat up on Atlanta last night, ten to two, behind multiple home runs uh, by Nick Castellanos and Bryce Harper, and uh, this little tiff between Bryce Harper and the Braves shortstop is <laughs> is something kind of uh, being talked about now. Yeah, I think there's uh, something being made. Uh, yeah, the, the shortstop for Atlanta needs to be careful. Right, you, know, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to sit there and give Bryce Harper any no, more motivation ab- than he's already got. Absolutely not to to show you up no, or whatever. For- but at the same time, talking back and forth has been happening in baseball for oh, absolutely decades. You know, and, 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 and it's Bryce just Harper- we've got a bigger mic. We got bigger mics now, and people pick up on every little nuance. So, so. Uh, for. Those of our listeners that don't quite understand what I'm talking about, the shortstop, Orlando Arcia for uh, the Atlanta Braves, after game two, which is the game where the Braves won five to four, um, and at Washington's last at bat, um, Bryce Harper was on first. I can't remember who hit hit the ball, followed him batting. But they hit a deep shot to center field. Michael Harris, the brave center fielder, crawled the fence, uh, snagged the ball right before it was probably going over. Uh, caught it. Harper was at second base and tried to get back to first and got doubled off, thus a double play, thus the end of the game. The Braves win 5-4, to four, tied the series up 1-1. One to one. And the Braves are all, you know, all happy about it. They interview Arcia after the game, and Arcia says, quote, <laughs> attaboy, Harper. Uh, and that was kind of a diss that was heard uh, throughout the mid-Atlantic region. Um, and so my, my point is, Arcia, you know, don't, don't poke the bear, right? I mean, don't poke that bear. Bryce Harper, yeah. big game Bryce Harper is a guy that you don't want to make upset or mad at you. And if anybody that watched that game last night, Bryce Harper went yard twice, and each time round the bases as he as he jogged between second and third on his way home after, after each home run, he gazed back and stared at Arcia, who was just standing there, Looking at the ground, kicking dirt, or now in the, or, in the old days, glove le- glove leather, or whatever he was doing. So, yeah. yeah, now in the old days of baseball, the next time Bryce Harper came up to bat after doing that, after the, doing the stare down, he'd, have, he'd, he'd been on his back. Well, and, uh, and, and, and maybe maybe, uh, in the reg- maybe on the regular in the regular season, yes, but you really can't afford. You're right. 
in this situation. In this, you can't afford to be, you know, yeah. but picking guys off the plate. Now, here's the, here's the other side of that. That that kind of yapping, yipping, yapping has been going on for a long time bef- between teams, and, and it happens all the time. It's just like I said, we've got you know, with with the, the modern technology we have, is somebody's got a microphone everywhere yeah. and, and stuff. In the old day, again, back in the old days, that talking went on. It's just that the the news reporters just didn't report it. Sure. Well, and so now it's now it's being reported. Now it's being sent back to the other players. I think uh, a much ado been set up, and, and yeah, they're going to play it because it's good copy. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's something to pay Absolutely attention to, and, and, and people, and, you know, people watch uh, for that stuff. Again, as a coach, I I tell my players, you never know who's listening. Be careful. The teammates and teammates told Bryce Harper about the remarks after RC had made them after game two where he got doubled off of first. Uh, and they asked him, and said, what are you going to do about it? And uh, Bryce Harper, according to his manager, Rob Thompson, he said, Bryce Harper is a big game player. He said, yeah. when the lights are the brightest, that's when he shows up, when Bryce Harper shows up. Bryce Harper was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 16 years old as a baseball phenom. He left high school early. So he could get a start and a jump into the pros. Uh, he was the first pick in the 2010 Major League Baseball draft and signed as a first pick a $330 million contract. As a high school kid. As, a, as basically a <laughs> high school kid. And, he, and tonight they look to eliminate the Braves at 707 as the first pitch. And uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure if they Maybe. do, if they manage that, he'll have some parting words. There you go. I mean, you know, um, <laughs> but he won't talk. Yeah, here's the difference. Here's one of the differences in, in Harper won't talk until it's over. You know, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. he won't talk until it's over. But uh, and really, really, he didn't have a lot to say about 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 that controversy between or what what was made up to be a controversy between he and the Atlanta Braves yeah. shortstop. You know, he just said, "Hey, I'm out. Look." I'm out here having fun. They asked they asked him about being in the limelight. He said, "Man, he said the teams I've been playing for since I've been growing up." He said, "He's always a, been in the limelight." So this a, is nothing as new. As a 7-year-old, I was playing with 11 and 12-year-olds. He said, "As 11 and 12-year-old, I was playing with high school kids." He said, "The pressure has pretty much been on me as a youngster and as a, you know, the and what he's saying is him being such a phenom at a young age and going all the way through the ranks of baseball, he's always had to prove his worth because yeah. he has been playing and taking the position of guys that are really good baseball players but are much older than him. So he's had to prove himself over and over. So being in the limelight like this, he said, I've been in plenty of huge yeah. games in my lifetime. He said, he's just, you know, he said, now, he said, I'm just out here having fun. And, uh, you know, whether you like him, don't dislike him, but you're going to have to appreciate that type of attitude. Um, I know a lot of people that don't like him, uh, including a lot of Braves fans. And I'll tell you what, you know, <laughs> you know what else? You yeah, know what, what else? do they not like about him, though? <laughs> it's, it's just the fact that he breaks their hearts, right. you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, this is the second year now that the Phillies have eliminated are on are on the verge of eliminating the almighty Braves. This is the second year in a row that the Phillies have come through the wild card position to possibly, if they win tonight, eliminate the Braves. Now, 
Um, last night, the Philly fans, of course, that place is Citizens. Oh, yeah. Uh, Philadelphia's always known Citizens for, Bank yeah. Park is just jam-packed. Yeah. And they're, guess, what, guess, guess what they started doing? At the, the Phillies had like a – I think they set a major league yeah. playoff record with four home runs in like the fourth inning or something like that. I, I heard about this. Right after that, <laughs> they, start giving, they start giving the Atlanta Braves chop and the chant. You know, the na 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 You know, they start giving that. And I mean, the announcers had a – they said, you know what? I expect a lot of things out of the uh, Philly fans. And they're great for coming up with, with stuff. Yeah. But this coming up with the Braves chop right now and chant is, you know, something over the top. The, the, the thing I was for, hearing about for it. for Philly fans. Yeah, the thing I was hearing about it was, you know, with, with today's sensitivity to the – uh, Native Americans oh, and stuff like correct, that. The politically yeah, they said, you know, okay, they, they condemn it, condemn it as far as the team names and stuff like that. But guess what? When when they want to do it for to to <laughs> ride somebody, you know, something like that. Now all of a sudden, it's okay. I, you know, I, I would say, I, uh, I would, I, you know, I, and I would, I would say, I, I, I don't think there was any. Ultimately, I don't think there was any they were, politically. They, the Philly fans were they just, were using were Atlanta's just, cheer just against ribbing. them. Yeah, right. they were just and that's the a that were, they were one you up know. in Atlanta. They because, were using you know, Atlanta's cheer against them. Which is, go, because if you ever go to a Braves game, oh yeah, that that chant is constantly some. It's kind of like the whistle, the, the Vanderbilt whistle. <laughs> it is constantly going on and just wearing you out, and you're just like, man, just give the give the chant the Braves. Tomahawk chop chant. Just give it a rest for half an inning and do us a favor, you know. Well, last night the Arizona Cardinals, like I said, took care of the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Los Angeles Dodgers choked once again. They won 100 games this year, 100 game winner in the regular season, and uh, they can't got, win three at the, when it counts. They got swept, uh, but this is only the third worst collapse for the Los Angeles Dodgers. In the last three years, this is only to get beat by a team like Arizona last night and be swept by them. Uh, Arizona won 16 less games. In 2022, San Diego uh, beat Los Angeles in the National League Division Series, and they won 22 games less than Los Angeles. 2021, in the NL Championship Series, the Atlanta Braves who won 22 games less, also beat Los Angeles. So, uh, you know, Los Angeles, they're worth they're, – they're used to this type of yep. butt kicking, and they got one last night from Arizona. Okay, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Coach Mike in the studio, and we'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Dog from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike in the studio. It is Thursday, and we are getting ready for Major League Baseball tonight, college football tonight, and the Denver Broncos are traveling to the, which could be Travis Kelsey-less Kansas City Chiefs. And no, it hasn't. Taylor Swift is not taking him off to some exotic island. He injured his ankle. And no, the uh, the Republican base around there hasn't taken him and 
the anti-vaxxers have not taken him and stuck him away in a cave somewhere and uh, pouring uh, uh, ivermectin all over him or into him. Um, he has a bum ankle that he uh, injured against Minnesota last week. But even after he injured his ankle coach, they take, taped him back up heavily, his ankle that is, and he came back in and caught a touchdown pass. Yeah, that's that's so, the mentality of a lot of NFL players that sometimes works against them. Uh, you know, that's they, they. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Well, go they got the adrenaline up. They don't. They don't feel half of what's going on. You know, right. you know they're, they're they're so amped up. And yeah, get me back in there. Get me back in there. And the owners, the owners and coaches are going, "Hey, we're playing this guy X number of millions of dollars to be on this field. Yeah, get him back out there." Okay, they they tape him up, they put him back out there. Okay, he does great things. Now here comes the aftermath. The now that ankle wears off. Now, now the <laughs> adrenaline wears off, and that ankle all of a sudden goes Starts and looks swell. like a softball okay. instead of a. And now, again, they 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 have great doctors who do a super job of of helping them rehab these these injuries mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And yeah, they probably told you. Well, they have told him sit down. You know this right. one. You got to rest this one out. You know, you, you, and uh, which is hard. To another tell, week which is hard to tell a superstar like well, like Travis Kelsey to sit down over the bench, just like just like Mahomes when he when he yeah. got hurt last year in, in during the playoffs. He was honestly though. Going, I think if this was a playoff game that was coming up, he'd be they, playing. They, yeah, figure out a they, way. They they tape him up really strong and you know, with the idea that hey, I've got all the off season to to heal up. If you know, okay. But he's got more games to play this year, yeah. so they're going to rest him now. So they have him later. All right. So Kansas City is at home against Denver tonight, and Kansas City is a ten and a half point favorite. Um, Plus, Kansas City's probably not going to need him. More than likely, <laughs> not. Um, and let, let's talk of the Texas Rangers, uh, who's who are playing great baseball right now, hitting the ball extremely well. Um, are going to be playing against the Houston Astros, and this is Houston Astros seventh consecutive American League Championship Series as uh, they beat the Minnesota Twins last night, 3-2, to two, um, in a great atmosphere. The poor Minnesota Twins fans, they just they, they love the Twins so much and they just couldn't – just tried to get them over the hump, tried to get them to score another run there in the last couple of uh, bottoms of, bottom of the innings uh, to get it, get it to tie up Houston uh, – in that in that series division series and they just couldn't get them to do it coach they, I mean well, I felt I mean I, and really, again, I, there, I felt sorry for them did you know that postseason play that the leading up until this year that the Minnesota Twins had lost like eighteen consecutive I mean swept in every series they've been in postseason games. Do you know how many years of disappointment and how many fans? And I mean, that's that's incredible if you think about. It. They had lost eighteen consecutive postseason games. Not okay, just, yeah. I'm not talking about eight, eighteen consecutive series. I'm not. To, I'm talking about not winning a damn game for eighteen straight games in the post in the, in the postseason. So you don't make the postseason that often. But I mean, that's got to be. Well, if welcome, you think about welcome, it, welcome to the world that Boston and Chicago lived in well, for a hundred for a hundred years. And I get that, <laughs> but just imagine to make the playoffs. Okay, you work hard all year to make the playoffs, and then 
for let's say the last five or six times you've yeah. made the playoffs. Oh, it's got it's got to be a gut get, punch. You get you get swept each time, <laughs> right? Every five or six years, in a, every, every, and that's not five or six years in a row. No, that's five it's... or six times over the course of, so, of, 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 of a couple of few decades. I would say uh, probably a generation yeah. going back to the Kirby Puckett days. Right. I mean, right. you know, yeah, that's that's a generation. Yeah, it's a generation, and, and yes, and it, I mean, it's it's so, it's it's a heartbreak for them. But Texas got uh, the better of them, and they'll be playing. Uh, it'll be an all Texas American League Championship Series, which is going to make for some pretty good TV. Which is going to, I mean, you know, the Rangers versus the Astros. The Rangers uh, representing, you know. The lawful Rangers of the, you know, the Marshals of Texas against against the cheating against the, the che- outlaws against the, the cheating outlaws of of the Houston Astros. Well, Matt, Matt, Coach, and you and I talked about this before. Yeah, we say, well, you and I had a pretty good debate about well, that. And, and, and let's, and, let's uh, hope let's hope their cheating ways and days are behind. I think they are. You know, and, you know I think that, number one, they're being watched. They're being watched well, a whole lot closer now. In my so. opinion, there's still owned by the same owner and that you know uh yeah. major league baseball wanted to clean all the, they weren't stripped of their world series trophy that they cheated uh the dodgers out of that well, year. there i agree with you that um, that should have happened but once not, it came out that they actually altuve, did it. they have not taken away jose altuve's uh mvp award uh for that year so i'm just saying you know uh cheaters gonna cheat they need to and they get caught they get they ought to pay the price, and I don't feel the Houston Astros have, um, but they will be playing the Texas Rangers in a best of seven series now to see who will represent the American League in the Fall Classic, um, yeah. otherwise known as the World Series. Yeah. That being said, though, the current players aren't the ones that did that, so they need okay. to be they need to be recognized for what the current players are getting accomplished, which seven okay. seven playoff appearances now, in a row is. Is a is quite an you know yeah. well again ask, the owners, ask, the ask the twins the ask the twins still. just how precious those playoff appearances are absolutely and, and stuff so absolutely. how and, like and how said, hard it is how to, to how would you like to be a Dodger how'd you how'd you oh, like, how'd you like to be a Dodger and be <laughs> the only time you've worked your whole the only time you got to the World Series as an older player and you're now retired the only time you ever went to the World Series you played against the Houston Astros and they were stealing signs and relaying it. To the to the batters oh, yeah. a, uh, uh, before the pitch, I mean yeah. that's cheating. I, just just like just like Fox Sports putting on Alex Rodriguez as an analyst in that studio, and 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 it was it was fitting because they were covering the cheating Houston Astros. So Fox News had a cheater analyst, Alex Rodriguez, a juicer, PEDs, sitting at the same table analyzing the cheaters of baseball of all time, the Houston Astros, as as a, as he sits at the same table with Hall of Famers like Derek Jeter, a former teammate, David Ortiz, Adam Wainwright. Those guys had to sit at the same table and look across the look, look across the studio at Alex Rodriguez's cheating face and and talk about baseball and do the color analysts on the cheating Houston Astros. Congratulations, Fox Sports. Just another notch in your belt. Way to go. Um, all right, so that, that series will start on Sunday. Um, 
which probably be a Sunday evening start, I would imagine, because of uh, NFL football. Uh, normally, yeah, they'll NFL. only have one game to compete with instead right. of that's right. Instead so of I, twelve or fifteen. So <laughs> I, I would imagine that I haven't checked the time to start on that, but it's a best of seven series in the first game. Uh, like I said, is on Sunday. But first things first, they have to figure out who they're. <clears throat> Um, who's going to represent the other side of that, of the National League Championship Series, and that will be determined tonight. Arizona's in there. They're waiting on the winner between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves with game four tonight in Philadelphia. Um, and I'm hoping Atlanta pulls it out and, uh, you know, gets get, gets another game. And, well, uh, it would, you know, and, see, and just keep you know, your mouth shut. And keep your mouth shut. <laughs> And play, play baseball. Oh, yeah. Don't, okay. I thought you were talking to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't poke. I was going to say, hold it now. I'm supposed to talk here. Don't poke that big, yeah, that's right. that big Be grizzly bear. Don't yeah. poke the bear. Yeah, just I mean, play come ball. On. Just play come ball. Come on, Orlando. You know better than that. Just don't play poke ball. the bear. Especially when the bear's Bryce Harper on yeah, the other say, side. Yeah, the bear can beat you. <laughs> the bear can, bear can <laughs> that bear can really hit a ball. Yeah, so, he, he can bite you. That's right. He can stroke it. So, uh so the Braves go on tonight. Uh, also tonight, like I said, uh, there'll be NFL action. Uh, if you've got prime time, if you, I mean, excuse me, if you've got Amazon Prime, prime. you can pick up uh, the NFL game. The NFL game. If you don't, go call a friend, call your mother-in-law, call somebody, <laughs> or go to your local watering hole. I'm sure they probably have it on. Or just watch um, the scores on your phone. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, okay. Now, other action tonight. College action. Uh, West Virginia is at Houston. West Virginia has a 4-1 and one record. And uh, Houston is 2-3. and three. That game starts at 6 o'clock tonight. And West Virginia is a three-point favorite. Uh, SMU, I've got – and I've got some eight-ball pre- predictions, magic eight-ball predictions for you guys. Uh, at the end of the next segment. So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to go talk a little bit about college football. Um, SMU is a 12.5-point favorite at East Carolina tonight, and that game starts at 6.30. So the first college game is at 6. Second game, SMU, East Carolina is at 6.30. And then locally, uh, SEC-wise, like I said, Number one Georgia Bulldogs come into Nashville this weekend. It's 11 o'clock start. It's going to be on CBS, and Georgia's a 31-point favorite over Vanderbilt. Oh, man, that's even worse for Vanderbilt. They're going to have to take that beat down on TV. Is there nothing to I mean, it's, it, it's bad enough to have to take that beat down. They have to do it on TV. It's I mean, going to be. I don't know, but is there not a better football game than that to put on CBS? I would think so. I mean, well, the other 11 a.m. start is on ESPN, and that's Arkansas at Alabama. And Alabama's favored by 20 in that. Um, so maybe just. Yeah, but Arkansas overall, has a chance of making a game be, out of that. It must be slim pickings. Slim pickings as far as. Um, well, as they far, want they want Georgia good, but, on. They want Georgia on TV since they're the number one ranked team, right, in the right. nation. So they're, you know, they're going they're going to put Georgia on whoever they play, and, and uh, so that's 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 part of what's happening and there. And hey, your balls that were off, uh, you guys, you Vol fans, big orange uh, fans out there, and your your balls are back in action this weekend, and they play in pretty much the prime time spot, uh, prime time afternoon spot at two thirty. Time to go. To the dentist. we'll see. We'll see if uh, 
we'll see if the if the week off helps or hinders well, a team a team like the way the Vols play. They want to stay. They want to keep moving. They want to keep playing because you, you get in that kind of game, the fast paced game. Yeah. The more you play, the better, the sharper you're going to be. Right at time off, it's it's. It's a two. It's a two-edged sword. I get it, and but you know, uh, we'll football, see what happens. Like, like we said, football probably a little, a little different. different because you know it's such a, a physical, violent yeah. sport. You, you really, you really after a long, long summer of practice, and then say first four, five, six ball games of the year, everybody's looking for a little bit of a break just to heal up. Just I was going to say muscles. that, and that may give Tennessee's line a chance to heal up and get get their act right. And if they can get their line right, both both the Vols and the Titans, if they can get their line right, they'll show they'll, massive. They improvements. will be. And to get they Cooper, will be very tough to get Cooper Mays back, just to have him have well, him that active, was obvious. active in yeah. practice and practicing yes. during the off weeks. He's he's the quarterback of that line and, and leading up this game can make a huge difference. So the Vols are a three and a half point favorite um, as far as Vegas goes. Two pretty equal type teams between A and M and UT. Uh, UT coming out as a three and a half point favorite, and uh, you know UT likes to run the ball. UT's not all about throwing the ball. UT, I'm gonna say they UT, run the ball a lot UT more than people think they do. The ball. Yeah, and and that's and, and that's one of A and M's maybe Achilles' heels is is stopping the run game and the they balls. Have, they the have balls, a really good pass rush, but they don't stop the run overly knows, well. Hypo, Hypo will. They lean towards running the ball, and then he loves mixing in. He loves mixing in the pass game, passing. Oh, game. he's a he's a riverboat gambler. I will. That's you know, right, and, and that, that's the kind of offensive coordinator, uh, the play caller that I like to oh, see. Yeah. I like to see it on the college level. I like to see every level of high school football, college football, and NFL football, even Pop Warner football. I think that's also I, one I mean, reason why he's, he's been bit. such he's been such a popular figure. Even if they don't win all their games, the fact that he's willing to take the you know you know run 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 and then bang hit that big play or try to hit that big play sure and uh so yeah he's he he coaches a very entertaining brand of football and i think that's that's really helped the balls uh number one it's hard to stop yeah it is it's Deep, it's hard to defense. Well, it keeps. But the, it it's, keeps also def- it it's also entertaining. It's also entertaining. It keeps the defense on their heels. You well, know, yeah. it keeps them you can stuff them. You, you can you stuff really them for four plays. You be, can stuff and, them three or four plays, and all of a sudden they hit that one big one, and then you stuff them for two or three plays, and then they hit that one big one. And you got to be prepared and, and ready for just about anything. Um, so, uh, all right, moving forward uh, this weekend, right before the break, I just want to give you guys an update. That uh, don't forget that Baltimore and the Titans are playing in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, 8:30 a.m. Sunday morning. Baltimore is favored by four. We're going to talk a little bit about that on the on the other side of this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Coach Mike. We'll be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom of Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. 
In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a And welcome back into the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday, October 12th. Uh, as we are in the studio, and I'm with my good friend, Coach Mike. And he's running the board and taking care of business for us. And some programming notes uh, for the weekend here on 101.7 and our sister station, 103.7 FM, WKRM. Now, on 101.7 FM, Saturday morning, pregame for the Alabama-Arkansas game starts at 8 o'clock. That's the pregame. Um, player interviews and all that good stuff. And kickoff for the Alabama-Arkansas game is 11 o'clock. Then probably right after that on 103.7 at the end of – right towards the end of the Alabama game, Arkansas game, on 103.7 WKRM, uh, WKOM sister station, uh, UT and Texas A&M will tee the ball up. For a kickoff at 2.30. And the game, pregame festivities start at 12.30 on 103.7 FM. So you'll be able to start off with Alabama-Arkansas. Then towards the end of that ball game, at around 2.30, you can pick up the kickoff of the UT A&M game with the pregame starting at 12.30. And then don't forget, we're also right here at 101.7 FM WKOM in Columbia we carry Titans football. And this will be an early start. And this will be an early start. So you can get up and uh, make breakfast and get the orange juice and tomato juice flowing and whatever else you want to <laughs> mix in it. Mix in it. That's, that's totally up to you. Um, but that kickoff is at 8.30 a.m. on Sunday morning as they are playing it at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in Northeast London is where that is. And uh, Baltimore is favored by four points. And I'm just telling you, folks, uh, Baltimore had, and I'm not trying to, to use an old cliche, but I'm telling you the truth. Baltimore had the Pittsburgh Steelers right where they wanted the Steelers this past weekend. They were knocking on the door. Uh, about to score against Pittsburgh, and Lamar Jackson throws a terrible interception. And that led to the Steelers scoring a touchdown and then another field goal, and Baltimore ends up losing that ball game. And I'm going to tell you that Lamar Jackson is not going to be happy about doing that and allowing and, and, and putting his team in that situation and costing him to his team a victory and the Titans. And we've said it before, and I'll say it again. And, Coach, I know it's about to come out of your mouth. 
When the Titans play terrible, they come back and play great. The Titans play terrible, they come back and they play great. Well, I hope that's I hope that's the case because they played pretty terrible against Indianapolis this past weekend. But all I'm saying is is that you the Titans are catching a team like the Baltimore Ravens who are always very competitive, always a defensive-minded team. And it's always I would say I would say that I would say this is probably the big one of the this is the biggest rival that the Titans have. I don't, I don't as know. of right now, yeah, and, and, and it was I'm, earlier. I'm talking about, but I'm talking to, about to, to quote but, another to quote another talking head, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> uh, the Titans also have had uh, Jackson's number. They tend to harass him to the point where he tends to make a lot of those decisions. And the fact that he's struggling to close out games works in the right. Titans' favor because he's going to press. You're right. He's going to come out mad. He's going to come out wanting to imp- impress. And I think he's going to press a little bit. I think the Titans can get after him and harass him enough that he's going to he's going to make some critical mistakes. And like you said, the Titans are due. You know, they're on their 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 ultimate roller coaster, and they played a bad game last week. Now here's the here's the other side of that bad game last week though. As bad as they played last week, they were still one play, one series away from winning that game. Yeah. As bad as they played. So, if they can put their act together, they're going to be they're going to be tough to deal with. Uh, now the you know, here's the question of the travel arrangements. Baltimore's uh, been there for a week already. They went up early. I think they went up Monday, Sunday night or Monday and have been practicing up there. The Titans didn't go until yesterday. Yep. And there was a jet lag situation and there. And we see what happened to the Buffalo Bills when they did that. Right. Against Jacksonville last week. Yeah. Last, so last thing. They there's got, that they question. Got, you know, they, when, when uh, Vrabel was asked about that, he said, hey, the last time we came up here, the last time we came out here, that wasn't the problem that we had. <laughs> that wasn't the issue. Okay. So uh, he goes. He goes. I feel comfortable. He said. I feel comfortable with our travel arrangements as they are, and uh, we're going to come out and be a, be competitive. So, uh, you guys want to tune in? Please do. Uh, Sunday morning, eight thirty is the kickoff for the Baltimore Titans matchup uh, as they play across the pond in London. Uh, London, England, yes. Um, okay. Now, Coach, let's talk a little bit. And and I'll tell you why I'm going to talk about this. We were doing the middle school game, championship game, between Battle Creek and Whitthorn Middle School the other night. And Battle Creek was having a tough time moving the ball up and down the field. They got down into – the first time they got down into uh, Whitthorn Plus ter- territory. Yeah. Whit- Whitthorn territory – they needed a, a couple yards for a first down, and guess what they guess what they ran? They ran the old Philadelphia tush. I, I call it tush the, push. I call it the tush push. Yeah, I think it's now, called the uh, brotherly the brotherly the, bash now. The, or something. They, the brotherly shove. <laughs> yeah, you something know, like that. Being that being that Philadelphia is the home of, of brotherly yeah. love, um, uh, they they affectionately call it uh, brotherly shove and. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia, as you normally you see, Jalen Hurts made famous by Jalen Hurts and their Super Bowl run of uh, 
getting down on the on the goal yeah. line, a couple of maybe two or three yards out max, and just pushing, getting behind Jalen Hurts, and just pushing him yeah. into the end zone. They can get anywhere from two yeah, to Jaylen two Hurt. to five yards on that, almost given. Uh, of course, now it doesn't doesn't hurt that Jalen Hurts can. Uh, leg press about 550 pounds. I heard it was six. 600 pounds. Yeah, I heard high, it was in yeah. high school before he came. Before so, he came to Alabama, he's, a, he's got a pretty strong Channel push himself. Texas. <laughs> he's he got was, a pretty strong push himself. He he was leg pressing 600 pounds. Um, you know, which is pretty incredible. But um, and so my question is this, real quick before we get off the air here, and let's is should the tush push be outlawed in the At NFL. one time it was. Now you can you can push, but you can't push. Pull. Yeah, you can't, you can't and, pull. and technically you can't push the player. You can push the pile. You know, of course now where do you draw the line of hitting the player, you know, hitting the pile and not hitting the player. Now, there's been there's been and, and, there's uh, been a couple of New York Giants uh, that have that have claimed injury from that play. Yeah, trying to run that play. It's and and and, and you've got you've got. They say that you've got some NFL NFL owners on rule committees for the NFL that want to stop the tush push, and there's other ones that don't have a problem. Well, of course, those must be the teams like the Philadelphia Eagles that have great offensive lines that can that can control the offensive. The well, if you've noticed, the other teams that have tried it. Have been it's been mixed success. Nobody's okay. been as successful as Philadelphia. Now, I think when they start, they'll start having to look at it when other teams become it, it becomes such an unstoppable force that everybody everybody does it and nobody can stop it. Right now, Philadelphia is the only team that can run it in such a way that nobody can stop it. Yeah. And so they're doing something different than everybody else is doing. Now, again, maybe the quarterback that can leg press 600 pounds and right. you know when he does his push um you know that has that's up for debate i just thought i'd throw that out there let's see what our listeners thought about it you know tush to to tush push or not to tush push or not to tush push yeah. right <laughs> so uh so now that's up to you guys nhl action the preds are at home tonight folks if you guys want to go watch the predators play and don't forget, they're zero and one. They took, they lost five to three on opening day to uh, a tough Tampa Bay Lightning team as they take on the Seattle Kraken. Puck drops at seven o'clock. The Preds are basically even money with over under six. And uh, tonight in NCAA college football action, the Magic Eight Ball says take the University of Houston plus the three against West Virginia. And also take SMU and lay the 12 points at East Carolina. I am Drake. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Coach Mike. We wish you a great afternoon. And we'll be back on the air talking to you tomorrow, 4 o'clock sharp. Have a great night.